an epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Hey, thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with LeVar Arrington, Jonas Knox, and myself, Brady Quinn. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern or 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app, and you can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country and wherever the hell you are making us a part of your Monday morning. We appreciate you doing so. We're going to take you all the way up till the end of the hour, 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific, and we do it all live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers tirerack.com the way tire buying should be tire rack there he is hey what do you uh, hey, uh, yeah uh, hey, he's back uh, last back yeah all right it's gonna be a good hour yes <laughs> let's go finally tone setter so we talked about the uh, Dallas Just Cowboys. Just when I thought you couldn't get any better. Yeah. He totally redeems himself yes, by did. doing that. Yes, he did. Uh, we talked about the Dallas Cowboys getting it done uh, in the first hour of the program. If you missed any of that discussion, you can check out the podcast. Now, there's a flip side of that. The L.A. Rams look terrible. Uh, Matt Stafford <laughs> looks like uh, – 
he's running for his life and uh, looks like uh, he's he's okay with whatever happened last year. And then we're just going to go ahead and uh, we're going to play this thing out and they're just going to be a bad football team or an underwhelming football team. Sean McVay doesn't seem like he's got a lot of answers. The LA Rams are a shell of themselves of what they are uh, last year. Yeah, McVape. That's I just big, can't get over that. It's McVape, man. It's so bad. Uh, he... <laughs> By the way, I meant to say this because uh, I put up my notes. I, 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 there was a common theme in the uh, the late games yesterday. Yeah, the after one o'clock. Uh, yeah, the teams we thought stink stink. All right, like that's that's basically the common theme. The Rams fall into that category. I think they were laying five and a half at home. Yeah, and that game wasn't even competitive. It's just they are a shell of themselves. I don't know what else to kind of say at this point, but um, we're now through that that quarter of the season where you you start to look at what's transpired and go, okay, now we're heading into the second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter. Like, how's this whole thing going to play out? And there's some teams that, like, I personally view and I go, you know what, I'm going to give them another week, and then I'll decide if I'm going to just jump off jump off the wagon at this point. Uh, the Rams are one of them. Yeah, like I you. thought they were going to win the NFC West. Uh, obviously, when things transpire with Lance and Garoppolo, I would now say, you know, that may- maybe I would have picked the 49ers had I known that was going to take place. But the point is this. I- I'm off the Rams bandwagon. Like, if-, if they come back and win the NFC West, it would be very surprising at this point to me based on how they've looked for the first five games of the season. I can't see it turning around. I- it's hard I- to, right? I think, yeah, like, with the way they've started – they're 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 playing like an average team, and even even if they were to kind of start to improve, I mean it's it's possible, it's definitely possible that the Rams could step step it up and and start to transition into being a better team. But I just think that the lack of protection, the lack of production from Bradford, uh, or excuse me, Stafford. Uh, I keep wanting to call him Sam Bradford. Yeah, whatever. Um, Matthew Stafford. That works too. I, <laughs> no, it doesn't. Uh, I just, I, I don't see them turning this around and becoming a, a dominant enough team to, to win the division. You know, I, but, but with that being said, I mean, wouldn't you say now the NFC West looks like a, a division in turmoil? Yeah, it's not. It's uh, kind of the Wild West. Literally. Imagine, where would the Rams be without Cooper Cup? Like, he's all they got. I mean, Allen Robinson, that has not panned out at all. They can't run the football. Their offensive line is brutal. Stafford looks like like he's been taking a beating thus far. McVape has no answers. Like, where, like, where would they be without Cooper Cup? Like, he's all they got. Him and Aaron Donald. <laughs> that, that's, all, that's all that you look at and go, well, there's a bright spot. Yeah, Jalen Ramsey, but... You know, I, they, I mean, they got players. They, they, in theory, could turn it around. In theory. Of course, yeah. Yeah, in theory, in theory they could turn it around. Uh, they have the players to be able to do so, but there is something that it seemingly is lacking. And, and it, whatever that is that's lacking right now, um, it's, it's, it's glaring in, in the results that they're getting. They're not getting a lot of alf- offensive output. And their defense isn't doing enough um, to, well, 10 points is never really going to be enough to win a game. So the defense, 22 points, 
I'm, I'm not I'm not crazy upset at that. That's not a horrible like 21, 20 points. If a defense holds a team to that, you sh- that your offense should give you enough points to win that. And game. one of those was a scoop and score. Like it wasn't even about it. like I just I, I don't know, man. They they do not look good at all. And we looked at that season opener against the Bills and just thought. Okay, well, look, maybe that's just how good Buffalo is. I think the Rams are a willing participant in this. They're just not good. Um, the the other team in L.A., the Chargers, uh, they get a win yesterday. But, man, oh, man, were they trying real hard to, <laughs> to not win that game. Uh, Brandon Staley, again, going for it uh, near midfield uh, on fourth and short, decided, hey, this is the conversation a lot of people were having about us last year and my decision making. So why don't I go ahead and stir that conversation all the way back up? Uh, They did not convert that fourth down. The Browns got the ball back near midfield, went a little bit, and then Cade York missed a 53-yarder. So the Chargers survive in Cleveland on the road. And, of course, Brandon Staley was asked about the decision to go for it on fourth down here was the Chargers coach we believe in our players on both sides and we were coming out here on the road to win this game not kick it and then go hope to win you know I believed our defense would get a stop if we didn't make it all right so I'm not listen I don't know anything right? I don't know anything but wouldn't your if you were interested in winning the game wouldn't you have punted there and make Jacoby Brissett go the length of the field to try and win yes. that game. Wouldn't that increase your odds of winning? I, I would. I would yeah. assume to me that would increase well, your odds. Uh, that that's so. You have to look at it this way. Like, what would assure you that you'd win is if you got the fourth down, right? If you get the fourth down yes. conversion. Yeah. You punt the ball away. Technically, your win probability goes down because now you're putting it in their hands, and they do have the opportunity to go down, kick a field goal to win it, right? That's how they're going to look at the win probability as far as that decision before the fourth down play. Because that's what you're looking at. You're not looking at the result of that fourth down play, whether it be a punt uh, or if you convert. You're looking at like what would give us the best chance to win right now before this play. And so he, he's right in the aspect of getting that fourth down would have sealed the game. The problem is they didn't. And then they leave him a short field and a chance for a field goal. And that's, you know, again, it was out of their hands. So that's the tough part. I I just, I feel like you invested so much in the defense that maybe you could make the argument that, hey, if we don't get it, we believe in our defense, we don't get to stop here. But it's kind of hard to say that and and really believe that when your defense, it gives up one first down and they're basically in field goal range. Or they, they at least have a shot. So, like I said it earlier this year, like Brandon Staley and his decision making in those instances is largely going to dictate whether or not he's the head coach holding up a Lombardi Trophy one day, or if he's standing next to the dumpsters. Like that's just the bottom line. He's put himself in that position now where he's going to dictate what happens, and and that's fine. Like that's that's a, it's an aggressive approach. There's probably a year or two where it's going to work out. There's probably some times where it's not going to work out. And that was, that was a game where it worked out in their favor, but it was completely out of their hands. It was down to a Cade York field goal that I believe ended up missing wide right. And that's, it's, just, it's how he's going to be judged. And I, I don't hate it because I feel like, look, it's a great way to at least be able to, if it doesn't work out, go, hey, man, I did it my way, right? It's like a Frank Sinatra deal. Like, it, I, I did it my way. Like, you, you can't be upset with the results when you try to dictate in every instance that you had as a head coach and it didn't work out. There's no one else to blame but yourself, and maybe that's easy for him to deal with after the game. Jacoby Brissett gave them the game. <laughs> I mean, 
that's the, however we want to look at it. Jacoby Brissett, totally. First off, at the how do you not just continue to try to batter batter ram the ball into into the end zone? And if you don't get it, then you just go for the three points. Like to me, that was the biggest biggest takeaway for me was that. So, so would you say Stefanski played more to blame then? So. so I, I I think that the the coaching in that moment I think it was mis mismanaged I think it was mishandled so while you know there's the idea of looking at what what's going on with Staley and the Chargers I look at the Browns as well and even in a win it was questionable the way that they had to 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 find themselves in a situation where excuse me the Chargers ended up winning. It was questionable to think that you're in position to get three points guaranteed, and then it comes down to you missing a field goal at the end of the game when you already had – you were going to have three points to win the game, right? You were going to get 31. It was going to be 31 to 30. You win the game. Like, to me, take that chance, run the ball, make sure it's in the middle of the field, kick the field goal, run some more time off of it, or I guess you couldn't run any more time. You kicked the field goal. I don't, I don't. I just. Yeah, you could have right because he threw the interception. So there was one more. How, what down was that? It he was threw a, the a third and seven at at the nine. How much time was left and on the clock? Uh, just under three minutes. Yeah, that's still a lot of time. But I mean, I think you run the ball and then you kick the field goal and you take the points and you play defense and you allow your defense to to do what they need to do for you in that situation. By the way, I, that's definitely a mismanaged scenario. Nick Chubb's the best running back in football, right? Right, uh, right now. Saquon might be right now. Okay, well, I, Sa- Saquon I think is right now total. He's leading in scrimmage yards, but but I don't Chubb know, Nick is Chubb's right, right up there too. Yeah, yeah. Chubb is right there. Yeah. I mean, and why and why do you go away from him in that moment? Why do you go away from that in that moment? Like you threw, you literally threw the game away in that moment. Yeah, you, you threw it right to the guy, and then had an opportunity to to win it again. It's just like that. What, what garbage luck for the Browns, you know? Like just think, turn the ball over. Are we going to finally get a break? You know, we we have the off season that we've had, and then we get this opportunity to kick a fifty three yarder. The guy that won us the game in week one, and he ends up missing the kick. It's just. But again, but, they didn't score any points. They gave the ball up on on the interception. Yeah, they did not score any points. So now you give the ball up, like whether you had kicked the field goal and gave them the ball that way, or you, <laughs> you, you know, whatever, right? You, you, they turn it over on. Well, it couldn't be turn it over on downs. They still lose. Kick the freaking field goal is what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. Right, they don't, were going to get the ball anyway. Don't don't run the risk of throwing that interception. Kick the field goal, take the points, take your lead. And play defense. Yeah, they didn't allow them to get on the board. So now you don't allow them to get on the board. You get the ball back. You drive, and you got to kick a harder field goal than what the field goal would have been if you'd have did it on the uh, the drive prior to that. There it is. That's what I want to get out. Yeah. Well, listen, my brain, uh, my brain feels uh, a little, little fatigued right now. Yeah, maybe they were both trying to lose. 
I don't know. Like, Were they? Uh, yeah, I don't know. It just seemed like uh, there was a lot, lot, lot of opportunities there. But one of the things that you said, and I thought you were crazy the first time you said it, Brady, when you talked about – we were talking about coaches that were going to be on the hot seat or coaches – you know, we, we looked at Sean Payton, who's the big name out there, and potential landing po- spots for Sean Payton and all that. And you brought up the, the Chargers, Chargers. Yeah, and, and Brandon Staley. And I thought, no, come on. It's, it's year two. They're a good enough team. They go to the playoffs. And the more that I think about it and the more that stuff like this comes up, I think you're 100% correct because I, I wonder if the organization is going to look – and they're, they're never ones to make a quick fire, but they have been known to make a decision on a coach even after a winning season. See Marty Schottenheimer who went 14-2 and two, and they said, that's not good enough with this roster. you got to go. I do wonder – if they would look at this and say, we're not going to spoil this roster and a, and a young developing franchise quarterback because some coach wants to go out there and take a bunch of chances that cost us a playoff spot potentially a year ago and could potentially cost us some games this year. I think it, I think it's 100% possible. Look, I, I've, I've said this, and I will in regards to analytics. Analytics should be a part of the equation of making decisions. It shouldn't make the decision for you. And I think that's in sports right now, part of what we get and not to get too nerdy with the talk, but you have a lot of variables. Like when you're making a decision in a game, I don't care if it's like fourth one, fourth and two, fourth and three. There are so many things that factor into that decision in regards to whether or not you go your play call, the the, the time in the game and all that. But who's your opponent? Like, do we, if it's fourth and one and we want to run the football to get the first down, right? Like we saw uh, the other week, uh, I believe what, or excuse me, this past week, Thursday Night Football uh, with Denver and, and Indianapolis. Yeah. You, you see someone like Richard Sherman who's passionately yelling, run the ball, it's fourth one, run the ball. Okay. But if they're loading up the box and they have an extra defender that you can't block, that could be a free rusher that hits you in the backfield for a tackle and a loss, then what's the narrative? Or if you don't feel good about your matchup versus what you've seen up front and you can't win those one-on-one matchups, does that make a lot of sense to then call that play? To run the ball on fourth one just because it's fourth and one, we're going to run the ball? Like, there's so many things that factor into decision-making in regards to play calls, and they're all, they all really come down to matchups. And as much as we look at matchups on the outside, a cornerback and wide receiver, a tight end and a safety or linebacker, it's no different up front on the offensive line. Talk to any run game coordinator, any offensive line coach. They look at what they can get done up front whether it's with the techniques they're going up against on an outside run. Hey, we can't reach this guy, okay? So we can't run that this week. Or this is how we have to block it if we're going to run it. You know, all those things play a factor into the decision. And so as much as we want to act like, oh, they're going to have all this data and, and teams in this situation have done this, it's like, yeah, but those teams don't have the same personnel. And those teams might have had a different situation in that game. And those teams might have had some injuries here or there, or we've got some injuries here or there. Like, there's so many factors that, to me, it's really, really hard just to make these blanket statements about, like, when teams should or should not go. And and I think it just comes down to the gut of the coach and, honestly, like, how he sees the game flow and how he sees that individual game going. And, and again, I I just kind of harken back to the comment of if Brandon Staley is going to go down – 
he's going to go down on his own terms. And I got to be honest with you, that that's something that I would rather be in the position in than have someone else dictate my fate. It's so two, I, I don't mind that so much. It's a two pros and a couple of Joe. Yeah, it yeah. is. It definitely yeah, it is. is here from the Tyrac.com studio. Sorry about that. I didn't mean to yeah, cut right. you off there. No, that was great. That was um, great. That's all right. I, I, listen, I apologize. I apologize. Just, I, I you don't screwed mean up. It. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't mean it. He no, doesn't. I screwed up. He just jumped right on the toes on that. No, he needs to get the T's in. We have to get the T's. No, no, I was trying to just make sure because uh, somebody was saying go to break here. So I just wanted to make sure that uh, you know we were getting a break on time. I didn't mean to didn't mean to cut you off there. I uh, Berto, uh, we're about to go to break. You want to go grab yeah, Berto, some cheese break, yeah. out of break room? You want to yeah. go so go just, grab some cheese out of break room for Chucky? Just wanted to, wanted right, to get okay. to break. Yeah. Okay. Jeez. Right. Got to get to break. It's two pros. What, what, right. what happened here? It's two pros and a cup of joe. All right. Uh, from yeah. the Tyrac.com yeah, studios. Any first responder will tell you never try to beat a train after breaking. You can take a mile for a train to completely stop. So when you come to a rail crossing, stop because trains can't. All right. It's coming up next. Uh, things have gone from bad to worse. They've gone from bad to worse, and they could be coming to an end very, very shortly in the NFL. We'll have that for you right here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool to finish the job stop by o'reilly auto parts and ask about their loaner tool program simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool then get your deposit back when it's returned need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly the professional parts people at o'reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and who doesn't want better sex? But if you have ED, you may be struggling and dragging your feet on solving the problem. Don't put off having a better sex life any longer. Check out Him Sex Shoes and bring a new level of excitement and confidence to your sex life. The process is simple and 100% online, no uncomfortable doctor's visits. No insurance is needed. Pay one low price for your treatments, online visits, ongoing shipments, and provider messaging. Hims has hundreds of thousands of trusted subscribers, so if ED is getting you down, it's time to change that. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash two pros. That's HIMS.com slash two pros for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash two pros. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Sex choose are compounded products and have not been approved by the FDA. The FDA does not verify the safety or effectiveness of compounded drugs. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Let's go! Hey! Oh! Let's go! Oi! Oh! Hey! 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 Let's go! Yeah! 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 Oh, that's so messed up. Yeah! <laughs> How could Let's you, Johnson? Let's go! Let's go! Two pros and a cup of Joe. <laughs> Fox Sports Radio, LeVar <laughs> Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Sprinkle Knox will be here on, it, on FSR. Coming up, we are going to have a prop at Monsters. We get you set for Monday Night Football. That'll be happening in about 20 minutes from now. And welcome back to the Fox Sports Radio tailgate presented by the Big Green Egg. Nothing beats the flavor of live cooking on a Big Green Egg. It's the most versatile grill you'll ever own, backed by a lifetime warranty. Roll with the best. Shop online for free delivery at BigGreenEgg.com. Lifetime warranty, free home delivery, BigGreenEgg.com. It's a good time to grill. You know, it's starting to get a little cool out. You know, some of that haze, some of the fog starts to settle in in certain parts of the country. You got the grill going, just the smell. Doesn't cool off here. It was nice and warm this weekend. Yeah. It's getting a little uh, toasty at night, though. It's getting a little, like, the fog starting to roll in a little bit here. So, yeah, it's It's fall. It's fall. It's called but football it was still season. Like 80, 90 degrees. Yeah. Do y'all really get fall out there? We kind of do. Yeah, yeah. It cools yeah. off a little bit. Don't really get winter. Get more fall, and then it seems like it goes it's, into well, spring. It's, yeah. Yeah. it's uh, chilly in uh, most places up north already. Yeah, it is. I've yeah. seen all the beanie caps on. The beanies, overcoats, all yeah. that's going on right yeah. now. The leaves are turning. It's beautiful. God, I love it. Yeah. I love, love hearing it. about it. Just don't like being in just it. Just don't like being in it. <laughs> it's like it's like going I have to fond, I have fond great memories of when the leaves turn colors and the the autumn air. It's like going to a petting zoo. You like watching, you just don't want to jump in the cage. Uh, you know, man. just stay out of here. It's, it's cute to look at. 
Um, by the way, how was how was Bloomington or how how was uh, how was uh, Indiana there, Brady? How, how, yeah, how Bloomington, you're right. You're yeah, right. No, it was great. It was great. It really was. Uh, <laughs> no yeah. signs. It was no, a game. Brady called it. No Pac-Man signs uh, in Bloomington. Yep. Yeah, there was yep. no uh, none, none out there. Seemed like uh, that's run its course. And so now we're on to. Uh, it's all right. It happened once or twice. Once. Yeah, Jonas right. was just really hoping that it kind of caught on more than it had. Yeah. I was like, yeah, it's it's not. No, not really. Just I uh, thought it was funny for those first couple of times. Hey, yeah. Pac-Man. Yeah. Really. I'm sorry you're disappointed, man. No, I'm listen, I'm not disappointed. It is what it is. I, I don't want you to have to try and explain what scene from the movie that was. You know, it's an uncomfortable conversation to have. There know? there was one sign that um, I knew what the kid was trying to say, but we had to take it down because it just it would have looked a little controversial, and I feel like my wife would have killed me had she saw it on there. Yeah. So. What, did, what did it yeah. say? Uh, it was just in reference. It was a reference to Tom Brady, but it was, yeah. It, oh. it was, but since I'm was, sitting on there, it's you, like, they was uh, putting you with Giselle. Yeah. So, yeah. Was it, it, it was it that. He was he was just referencing Tom Brady, but I was like, eh, probably not good. What was oh. it? Uh, was it uh, in reference to was something it, was that it, Antonio a, Brown? Was it AB that was there yeah. holding the sign? I mean, he said <laughs> it was not AB. I did not see Antonio places. Brown. <laughs> By the way, he seems to be sign. putting his plot out there. What the hell's wrong with him, man? I don't know. Seems to be putting himself out there to the want want to be the next in line with Giselle. Can I was gonna say? Can you give me some some information on this? I'm trying to, yeah, I'm trying to figure this out. Uh, what, what are you referring to? That would be, well, uh, that, that social media post that that was photoshopped of his face sitting oh, in the house. Could you? Daddy doesn't live here anymore. Daddy doesn't <laughs> live here anymore. Yeah. The book. Could you expound on that? Like, why what did exactly? they put? Why did they put Shannon Sharp's face on the dog though? Like, <laughs> yeah. Why did they put the Shannon Sharp meme face on on the dog? Sit there. I, I just. I don't know. The Tom Brady's outfit, it was so 80s. Yeah. It was just bad. Giselle looked so happy. The kid looked dejected. AB was just looking at Tom Lee with a suitcase. It, it was just a bad – it was poor. It was yeah. poor, man. That's, uh, well, it's AB. I mean, come on. If he's it uh, if, it, if it's not that, he's uh, flashing himself or throwing furniture off a balcony or running off the field during a game or, I mean, you name it, uh, assaulting uh, you know, a guy moving furniture. I mean, you name it. I mean, it's always something. Now, apparently he sold a fake watch to somebody. That was one of the latest stories. Uh, he sold <laughs> Yes, that is true. Uh, that's uh, he, very he, true. He exposed himself. <laughs> and, she, and she went and she went. Yeah, and she went and complained. That's Apparently, it. reports say she went and complained. I don't know how true that was. Yeah, felt like he knew her. Yeah, there's. Uh, you can't yeah. have a Louisville slugger in the pool, man. Yeah, <laughs> come on now. You got to be careful there. I just. <laughs> uh, you know, the sad thing about all of this is this dude is really, really showing as as destructive as destructive behavior as it gets and it doesn't end well like i really hope at some point instead of agging him on and telling him to do it again and do do that and do this and and looking at him make an ass of himself um that somebody intervenes like i really believe that in, on all seriousness there needs to be an intervention with Antonio Brown. I think Tom Brady tried, and uh, you saw how that worked out. Yeah, but I think there needs to be not a sports intervention, not a let's bring them in and give them a chance to play. There really needs to be an intervention, like where somebody 
really gets a hold of him and and sits him down uh, and it might even be against his own will but somebody needs to really really you're talking about intervention yeah it needs to be a real one too it's like a mental health issue. It, 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 yeah. it really needs to be a real. And I, if it is truly mental health and it's diagnosable, I think that they need to find it out. How much of this do you think has to do with the fact that like, he, he was on a path to being a Hall of Famer? Maybe some people still feels like, feel like he should be. But how much of this do you think has to do with the fact that once you get out of the spotlight, like once you're not the guy anymore, and then even in Tampa like at the end – he was, you know, trying. It was more of like trying to help them out, kind of. But he wasn't like the guy. How much of that, do you, or, or his actions or antics, have to do with the fact that he's not in the spotlight anymore? Like this is the only thing he can do to grab attention. And like he's got money, he's got all these things, but maybe there's this element of he misses being in the spotlight. He misses being that guy that that people recognize, talk about, look at, watch on, on, in the arena, the field of play. Like I think that's one of the hardest things sometimes for guys to give up is the stardom or fandom that comes along with it when every single week you get the chance to be out there. You know, you get the chance to be in front of the media and and, and promoting yourself and, and showcasing your talents. Now it's like he's doing it, but it feels like it's more based around the attention and letting people know that he's still still around. Because I mean the game's moved on and, and you've get other receivers and other players who move on in your place. How much do you think it has to do with that? Uh, some people really have a hard time adjusting to being a regular civilian, and and not and he's still a star, but I I think that the relevance for him comes through his ability to play the game, and he's definitely going through a mourning. He's going through a, you know. I don't, I don't want to call it an episode because I don't know that it's an episode, but he's definitely dealing with the impact and the effects of not playing the game anymore. And it's destructive behavior. Like, it's destructive to himself. It's it's destructive and painful to others. It's it's very, very um, – it's it's reckless. It's, it's inconsiderate. It's, it's super selfish. I mean, there's a lot of things that you can connect to it, and that's why I think that it is certainly a symptom and a behavior that's come from. I mean, it's probably maybe the biggest disappointment of his life. There's, if 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 I'm a betting man, there's got to be a moment in time during the course of his day where he has a quiet moment where he has to face the demons of what's really making him act out the way that he's acting out right now. And that's probably why he continues to surround himself with the type of people that are around him. He's trying to hide and he's trying to cover up and he's he's trying to mask the real issues that exist there for him. I, I think those moments are interrupted as he begins to write another bad rap song. So I think that's the problem here mm. with Antonio Brown. As he just continues right. to uh, to try and get himself in, in the spotlight and in the news and, and all this other stuff. And well, he's definitely achieved being a, 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 a what is it a controversial, a polarizing figure. Had he had he finished his career with Tampa Bay and say just played you know three four years, he's got a Super Bowl and just played it might be first ballot hundred percent. Just it just played just played average Antonio Brown football. 
He's a Hall of Famer, and it's not even debatable. Not even debatable, and it's all gone. <laughs> like, literally all of that is gone. So to your point, there's no way he goes through an entire 24-hour day without thinking, damn. Got to face dumb demons, man. We all do. That is brutal. You know, we all do. Yeah. We all have our demons that we got to face. It's just a matter of how you face them, how you choose to go about you know, what the scenario is that, that you're going through. So, you know, uh, I, I I honestly hope someone grabs him up. Like somebody needs to grab him up because it's not – it is not going to end well. We've seen this way too many times. The destructive behavior, it, it always – there's always something worse that happens – later on i'd love to know mike tomlin uh, like if mike tomlin off the record hey what was it really oh, like with antonio brown like that's i would love, would love to know the story what was it really like coaching antonio brown off the record and, and just see what he had to say daddy doesn't live here anymore yeah dang <laughs> so, so that means he ain't got to parent him no more yeah huh? <laughs> Oh, boy. Uh, it is two pros and a cup of Joe here. Fox Sports Radio from the Tyrac.com studios. All right, so we are going to have uh, a prop at Monster coming up uh, here shortly. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, ladies and gentlemen, a man who's got two to three Antonio Brown jerseys himself, the one and only Eddie Garcia. I think I used to have one, actually, uh, back in the day. But uh, I don't know where it is, and I don't care what it is. <laughs> well, come on, Eddie. You give it up on AB already? Uh-oh. Come on. <laughs> a long time ago, yeah, Jones. That's too bad. It might have been like a goodwill donation or something. Somebody, yeah. somebody, uh, Somebody's probably happy to have it, right? Yeah, of course. It's warm. Anyway, uh, we had some Major League Baseball postseason action. The final wild card game, and the only one that went to three games, and the Padres shut out the Mets six to nothing behind starting pitcher Joe Musgrove and his shiny ears. Uh, seven shutout innings, only one hit allowed for Musgrove. As a matter of fact, the Mets only had two total base runners in their nine innings. San Diego wins that series two games to one. They're on to face the Dodgers in the NLDS. NFL Sunday Night Football, the Ravens get a J- uh, Justin Tucker, 43-yard field goal as time expired to beat the Bengals 19 to 17. The Eagles are 5 and 0 after beating the Cardinals on the road 20 to 17. Cowboys are 4 and 1, now 4 and 0 under backup quarterback Cooper Rush after a 22-10 win in LA over the defending Super Bowl champion Rams. Vikings are 4 and 1 after beating the Bears 29-22. The Bills crushed the Steelers 38 to 3 to improve to 4 and 1. Quarterback Josh Allen 424 yards passing and four touchdowns. The Jets beat the Dolphins 40 to 17. Jets snap a 12-game AFC East losing skid. Miami had to go with Skylar Thompson at quarterback after Teddy Bridgewater was put in the concussion protocol. Buccaneers beat the Falcons 21-15. Tampa Bay helped out by a horrible roughing the passer call late in the game that helped Tampa Bay get a first down and run the clock out. Patriots pitch a shutout against the Lions 29-0. Chargers over the Browns 30-28. L.A. went for it on fourth and one at their own 46, trying to get the first down and run out the clock, but the pass was incomplete. That set up a Cade York 54-yard field goal to win it for Cleveland, and he missed it on the right side. Austin Eckler, 173 yards rushing in this one for the Chargers. Taysom Hill had four touchdowns for the Saints in their 39-32 win over the Seahawks. 49ers beat the Panthers 37-15 on the road. Titans down the Commanders 21-17. It was the Texans getting their first win of the season, beating the Jaguars in Jacksonville 13-6. And very early over in London, 
the Giants improved to 4-1 and with a 27-22 win over the Packers. Coming up tonight, it's Monday Night Football in Kansas City with the Chiefs hosting Las Vegas Raiders. That's our Discover Card key matchup. And it's brought to you by Discover. We can talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards. Or we can talk about how with Discover you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. Talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. Now back to Brady Quinn, LeVar Arrington, and Jonas Knox in the TireRack.com Fox Sports Radio studios. Thanks, Eddie. Two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio brought to you by NHTSA. Any first responder will tell you never try to beat a train. After braking, it can take a mile for a train to completely stop. So when you come to a rail crossing, stop because trains can't. All right, so coming up next, we are going to take a special look ahead to Monday Night Football. It's time for the latest installment of the Prop Bet Monster, and it's yours as we put a bow on this bad boy right here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. What do you get when you combine a three-time manager of the year and a three-time national sports writer of the year? It's the Book of Joe podcast. Hey, this is Tom Verducci from Fox Sports, MLB Network, and Sports Illustrated. And I'm Joe Madden, and we're going to be around to talk a little bit about managerial decisions, playoff games, and what may have occurred in the dugout maybe in the 1980s. I can't wait for this, Joe. We're going to dive into what goes on in the dugout and behind the scenes in Major League Baseball. Cars, wine, whatever else we want to talk about. Listen to the Book of Joe podcast on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. If you missed any of the show, you can check out the podcast at foxsportsradio.com. After we go off the air, we're going to be back on the air coming up tomorrow, 6 a.m. Eastern time, 3 o'clock Pacific, before we get to another edition of the Prop Bet Monster. Do want to let you know we are brought to you by Discover. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, or we could talk about how at Discover you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. Here to feed your degenerate gambling soul. (laughs) The prop bet monster. All right, lead the lap. Las Vegas Lee. How did we do last week again? And so what are the, uh, because I'm, from my understanding, I'm not very good at this game at all. Like, based on some of the uh, previous reporting and some of the previous uh, conversations that we have had, because I actually make ballsy picks. LeVar and Brady like to play it safe. I'm Brandon Staley. I I like to take my chances here, and I feel like that's kind of burned me a little bit. So do we have an update on the yearly total? On the yearly total, I just know that Brady is in the lead. Yeah, of course he is. Sick of this. Just by a sliver over LeVar. Yeah. A sliver. Where, oh, where's Jonas? Dead, <laughs> dead last. We lost him. Well, I yeah. know it lasts, but like how far <laughs> behind? Gone. Like any. I think it's I think it's at least like three games. Three or four games. Because I know I, I don't think I hit. I think I might have hit one last week. And then uh, I lost the other four, if I'm not mistaken. That is correct. Yeah. So there's that. I got some work to do, you know, but this is this is the way it is. Sorry, here so we this go. This is the way it is. Uh, all right, so we got uh, Raiders Chiefs tonight, Lee. Uh, what are we looking at first? That's right. First prop in this game, first touchdown pass for Patrick Mahomes. Is it going to be overhand or underhand? Overhand. 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 Okay. And by the way, you're I'm assuming he throws a shovel pass. That's why they're saying underhand. Yeah. Yeah. All right. 
I mean, they do they do run that play a lot. I don't know if you know that or not. Near the goal line, they run that Dude, uh, every little, week. Yeah, I've got one in this week probably. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go underhand. Now, oh, does nice. that does that pay out more? It should it pay out more. It does. Well, that should. It, yeah. Should count as two. Man, just go overhand. You don't have to be a, a d bag, bro. Oh, Jesus. Just say it. Oh, how about uh, we're, we're calling names because I wanted to go underhand. Yes. Gosh. Just say it. Say what what you what you really think it's going to be. Underhand. Okay, there yeah. we go. All right. <laughs> Take your loss D- like a man. D bag. D bag. <laughs> Joe Nats. So All right, Lee, what do we got? Fellas, right. most catches in the game. Devontae Adams, Travis Kelsey, Marquez Valdez Scantling, or Darren Waller. Waller. Wow. No Renfro? No. Because they they don't want somebody who's gonna fumble twice. Um I'm just saying, usually versus Spagnola, those slots get a lot of catches and targets. I'll take Devontae Adams. Raiders are probably going to have to throw the ball a lot. Devontae Adams, I think, is going to have a, his best game as a Raider this coming up tonight. I'm calling it. What was, what was the other options? We got Kelsey, Marquez Valdez-Scanling, and Darren Waller. I don't know. I feel like they always find different ways of Kelsey in the ball. I'm going to say Kelsey. I'm going with Waller. Yeah. What else we got, Lee? Guys, do they mention Brady Quinn's dog crapping in the neighbor's yard when he played for the Chiefs? Yes or no? I mean. Yes. Crapping in my yard? No. I, I'm, I'm confused. No. Yeah. no. no. You're, didn't your dog crap in the neighbor's yard? No, uh, it what? crapped in my yard. Uh, okay. Oh. Well, See, whatever. you're already butchering this yep. entire story. Listen, I mean, whatever. This, this, is where, this is where Jonas tries <laughs> you, to make something mean? funny, and he butchers the entire what, what story. What do you mean? So what, what happened specifically? So it was like cold as hell in the wintertime, the end of the season. And we used to let our dog go out, which would poop in our yard. Now, obviously, we had a neighbor right next door. But what happened was is we like I'd go pick it up maybe twice a week, something like that. It wasn't like the dog was pooping that much. But like, you know, between <laughs> everything else, playing practice and all that, I'd walk them. Then I'd, you know, they'd let them out to go poop. You well, they happen to have this air filtration system that would suck in outside <laughs> air and bring it into their house to help like circulate. Ew. And it just so happened that this circulation system was like near the corner of our <laughs> yard where it was set up. So whenever the sun would come out and it would start to thaw out a little bit, so it wasn't like frozen turds there, it would smell. And it would <laughs> suck all that poopy smell and air like into their house. So they finally came out. They're like, hey, do you mind like going and picking up you know, the dog poop a little more in your yard? I was like, yeah, yeah, we can, we can do that. <laughs> so what was it like living Ew. next to an NFL quarterback? Oh, it was great. Uh, we had to smell his dog's ass because uh, they didn't clean up the piles and everything. Bro, all out. I know is he, we were, I was trying to get <laughs> some food right for him. He had some stomach issues, and Burp. it smelled awful. Like, <laughs> he had diarrhea a couple times in the house, and I was just like, oh, man, I feel for you, but like, we got to fix this. We got to figure this out. We don't need out. no meows. We yeah. don't need no cats. We need more poopy dolls. Uh, Lee, I don't think they're going to bring it up, though. Uh, you know, moral of the yeah, story. I don't, I, I, I don't either, Lee. Yeah. I don't think anyone knows about that yeah. until right now. What do you say, LeVar? Yes or no? <laughs> they bringing up that story on Monday Night Football or no? Well, until he cleared it up, I was saying yes. Yes, but now that he's cleared it up, he's already cleared it up, so I'm going to say no. All right, what else we got, Lee? first turnover of the game. Will it be a fumble, interception, or no turnover at all? It's going to be an INT. Yeah, INT. I'll go fumble. I'm going to go with a fumble here, Lee. Nice. 
What's the last Lastly, one? Lastly, you guys, Roberto's first complaint during the game on Twitter. Will it be about the officiating? Derek Carr, Josh McDaniels, or the Raiders' defense? 100% Gosh. Derek Carr for me. I was just going to say, man, I, I think I'd, I'd agree with LeVar the entire time, though. Yeah. I, I mean, he hates Derek Carr. I don't hate Derek Carr. With I don't a hate passion. Yeah, with do. a passion, Roberto. I'm going to go officiating. Yeah. Because I, I think there's going to be a call. Roberto's degree. There's going to be a <laughs> there's going to be a call. <laughs> I'm going to go with officiating too. All right. <laughs> yeah. Did we just did we just uh, lead the witness here? I think yeah, we did. I'm, I'm going to go with officiating right, too. We'll, we'll take that one. How many Berto, Berto, How many beers tonight? We going with six. Six. <laughs> now are you? Yeah, are you I'm I'm, t- I'm tired of being hungover, man. Are you? Are you yeah. going to the bar? Are you watching it? Wait. Home? So you're saying six is easy? Like you don't get? Oh, that's you nothing. Don't get faded yeah, off of six. I get buzzed, man. Estrella Jalisco. Still, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Serio. Bye. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You know, in today's world, it seems the best treatment is reserved only for a few. Well, Discover wants to change that by making everyone feel special. That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 live customer service as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Finally, no matter who you are or where you are in life, you'll feel special with Discover. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.